what up what up what up we're back the crew's back everybody's back uh i'm excited this is i think 47 um i mean i don't know why i can't remember this it's week to week but i feel like i forget every time let me two seconds no no notifications we are sorry we gave jacob zamek last week if you didn't listen to that episode and there's some dated things in there it's pretty funny though just ripping on zam uh good dude but uh this is episode 48 it's Everett alongside Kyle Conan, alongside Evan Moyes. Uh, if you are seeing new memes, I got to give a shout out to Painter, Evan Payne. Uh, he's been dropping the meme bombs for us, and he's just like the kid's just all over everything. So shout out to him. But uh, Kyle, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, been a while, you know, <laughs> been a few episodes, been uh, MIA, but we're back now. We're ready to rock and roll and. Uh, it's Christmas season, boys. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Is that is that what we're jumping right into? Is Christmas already? Oh, our, yeah. We're trees going up this week for us. We are oh, Kyle. <laughs> putting the music on. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, that's your guys' first Christmas in the house, right? Uh, last year was, but this oh. this one's like, I don't know. Last year was like super fresh, like probably yeah couple months in the house and then christmas so this one uh i don't know like and and honestly i mean it's already november 14th we're recording this now like christmas is it's not that far away like what's the i think what's the the except the general time is probably like the thanksgiving week i think people start doing it so yeah uh, we're i don't know week and a half early I mean, not that I want to go into Christmas too long, but a little personal note about me. I usually have Christmas gifts bought within the first two weeks of November because I don't like handling it in December. Uh, I've done that a couple of times where like on the 23rd, I'm at the mall like an asshole running around trying to like grab shit from people's hands and uh, figure out what am I going to get? So the sooner you jump on that, the better. But uh, Evan, how are you? Pretty good. Just buzzing around and... uh... Trying to stay busy. Yeah. 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 Having a went to uh actually yesterday I went to this place. It's literally a mansion and like the grounds of it in uh like out in about forty five minutes hour away from me. It's called Stan Hewitt, but it's literally the guy that uh owned Goodyear or like invented Goodyear or whatever you want to say. It's it was his okay. house. And it's just I mean I so crazy because it's literally a castle pretty much and there's just like all these different like gardens and ground like it's huge it's a legit complex but no so i did that yesterday fantasy teams winning need a need a good night out of you know i got one player left i think i got uh the eagles tight end tonight all right go birds go birds yeah i'll root for them tonight yeah, Evan, I saw uh, you guys got some cute fall pictures and stuff yesterday or whatever it was. So that's good. You know, yeah. like, that's cute. I'm glad that you make time for that and go play in the leaves. And hey, Chloe, Chloe, throw these leaves up above me real quick while I get this picture. That's, <laughs> that's that's sweet. You should ask Chloe. You should ask Chloe if we took one picture like that. <laughs> I will. We'll get on that. Um, I want to kick it back. I mean, uh, Kyle, I got notes from like three, four weeks ago episodes from the Halloween oh, yeah. episode. I got some notes, boys. <laughs> good, good. I got you, some notes built up. Uh, you had wishful thinking about Quickie, and then I got e-bug goals for you. 
So let's, I, is that yeah, something worth I bringing up? I got a couple up? things. So yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, the other thing I want to bring up is, um, I listened to the new chicklets, et cetera pod. And I loved this segment they did. They basically, it was like, they called it a mindsies or like show, like, is it minor league or is it like NHL type thing? Mm-hmm. So I got a bunch of like mindsy things just like that grind my gears that I, I got written down. So, um, real quick, I'll touch on a few of the things. Uh, oh, for one, one of my goals came true before I even got to say it on the pod. So I don't know if you boys noticed, uh, the kid is now verified on Instagram. So that was uh, one of my goals I was going to, uh, talk about. Um, and then like randomly just woke up one day, had a blue check mark. So, uh, congratulations, Kyle. Um, that's exciting. Now you got the blue check mark. Uh, I mean, the cool part is too. Because it's on Instagram, not Twitter, you didn't pay for it. So, right, right, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but my other goal that I was—I've I've been talking to some of the boys about, and this, this, this is going to be a hot take, but I don't think it's a hot take in my mind. <clears throat> I believe I can shoot a puck with a goalie stick better than the average NHL goaltender. Now, I don't think I can play the puck, stop it behind, and set it up for a D. I'm not saying I can do it in a game but i'm saying you put me in a crease with a puck i'm gonna hit the empty net more times than an nhl goaltender could because i practice unnecessary skills like this my entire career and that's why (laughs) i made it to where i am i can also michigan a puck with a goalie stick and do some really unnecessary tricks so if i'm in a game i'm saying i can michigan a puck or shoot a puck into an empty net so my my new e-bug goal if i ever get in a game Ever, even if there's goalie on the other end, I'm I'm taking a shot at at the other end of the of the uh, of the ice. So, I I love how lofty the goal is here, Kyle. Because like most people would kill to be in your situation, like go to every home game, right? Like they would absolutely like they'd take somebody's life just to like be a part of that. Go to like pregame, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then there's others that are in your spot. They're like, man, it'd just be cool to dress. It'd be like so sick to dress. Now, Kyle, you've taken it like 10 steps further and said, not only am I going to get on the ice, but I want to score a goal now. <laughs> yeah, that's or my, my goal is to be the first first e-bug to score a goal. And, I like uh, it. Like I said, I think I think if the opportunity is there, I'm, I'm very confident in, in my abilities. Um, if I ever get the opportunity, who knows? But, you know, like, just whenever I'm on the ice, even uh, with those guys, I'll mess around and rip them, rip pucks down the other end. And like, I don't know. I just that's I didn't get the the size or Vasilevsky's tracking and puck stopping ability, but I can shoot a puck at the empty net like no one's business. So well, two things I, that mean everything to me: blue check marks and shooting pucks at empty nets. <laughs> Exactly. Um, well, Kyle, uh, I can't wait to watch that. I know I'll uh, I'll have to buy the network just so that I can see every Tampa game and catch that clip when you finally yeah. take your shot. Yeah, thanks. And I, I, I thought about it, too. I'm like, you know, if I put it out there to the public, is that going to hurt or increase my chances? I think it's going to increase it because the other teams are going to be like, he's an e-bug. Who cares? Like, if he's saying he's going to start shooting the puck, like oh, we'll pull sooner. We'll pull with 10 minutes left in the period. There's no chance he's going to score. And that's what I'm going to bury it in on him. And, you know, the problem so. is you need the skating ability to get the puck. 
Right. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely a lot of flaws in my plan here. But um, <laughs> like I said, if I somehow end up with the puck in the crease on my stick with time, um, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the net. So, you know, it would actually make this like the coolest thing is if you made a glove save and you did like what they call it, the Euro drop or whatever, like glove save, yeah, Euro yeah. drop it down, <laughs> pop up real quick and just rifle that bad boy. That that'd be sick. Wallstead. Or whatever his name is. Jesper Waldstedt, yeah. Was sick. Be nasty. Um so, anyways, real quick got? on the quickie quickie topic. I was just gonna say, uh I don't know if it would happen, but like I would love like my other like ebug dream is for him to like retire in Tampa and I can just like skate with him for like a season. That'd be like I don't know. I I don't I don't I'd be like speechless every day. I'd just be mesmerized I don't, know if, I don't know if retiring and i don't know if he'd retire in tampa because he's already in la yeah yeah he's already got though he's already got the weather i'm just i'm just putting it out there is like that's that's what i my dream yeah yeah just i'll just keep saying it speak it into existence um yeah kyle I, i'm not gonna lie i think you getting a shot on net and getting into a game as an e-bug has a higher chance of happening than quickie coming to tampa oh. to retire but is that know. because of like how likely I am to make that shot though? Or yeah, yes, that's <laughs> exactly just I'm basing that solely um, off your puck playing abilities yeah. and me not knowing Jonathan Quick. So yeah. Now now on to my next segment. Uh I'd love for you guys to chime in. I I'm real close to starting a war with GGSU people just because of how stupid they are on that. Like I almost every day I almost waste my day away just like wanting to reply to comments of people um yeah. so a few notes i i saw in the last week uh so, like these are like keep in mind like all three of us have been around like junior college and pro hockey to some extent like we understand the game we know what actually affects goaltending and what doesn't <laughs> and i'm seeing beer league guys post about like what flex on their goalie stick they're using and like why guys should be using this. And like, it's just like absurd stuff. Uh, one, like one guy, this new like skate sharpening cut that they're getting. And like, he's posting eight videos of him, like doing T pushes at a stick and puck. And then like practicing, like skating to the bench as if like they're pulling the goalie, just like absurd things that GGSU people do that just kind of pisses me off. Like you don't need to be doing any of this. Dude, it used that it used to be so funny that just everything because like Willem would get on there and this other kid Evan Klein would get on there and they'd like play into everything people were saying and it was just so I well you know you got I think Willie was on you guys had him yeah. on before I joined on but and then there's this other like other kid and they'd just get on there and I um, I just I genuinely loved when they were in there because you every time they commented on something it would just become like a sitcom like yeah well i think the funny part about that though moise is like that was when ggsu was like a not that it's a major group now but it was smaller so like the community and like everyone that talked in there you like you'd see a lot of the same familiar names yeah. faces where now like what kyle's talking about though the group is so big and everybody knows about it that it is so overwhelmed with just like I mean, beer league guys, but that's it's all like it's everyone. To. Everyone thinks they know everything. And it's like the stuff they're posting 
like it you like i shouldn't even be getting upset about it but like i said like these guys are like acting like ever, they're like people don't know what they're doing this is what you yeah. have to do this is what you should do it's like this guy can't even like can't even do a butterfly or a t push and he's posting talking about this new skate sharpening uh like cut that he's getting and like it's it's like what are you guys doing like how like get a life yeah, yeah. but i'm i'm here reading it and complaining about it on our podcast so well that's and that i kyle i'm not gonna like leave you out there to hang because i'm in the same boat where like i see stuff on like facebook occasionally when i'm probably get on tagged there. 19 times a day though huh you probably get tagged 19 yeah. times a day anyone know vaughn rep yeah here. <laughs> yeah here yeah um but like when i see stuff just on in general on facebook or instagram comments or like twitter replies like people say the most heinous stuff, but now like I'm starting to like, it's not on Facebook, but Twitter. Like if you see somebody take like the total opposite take, it's probably a troll. But on Facebook, people are genuinely serious about the things they have to say 90% of the time, unless you're like Willem or you're a kid in the group and you're just like roasting these barely guys. But yeah, yeah. like it's, it's frustrating. And then you're like, oh man, I want to say something. But then if you say something, you stoop to their level. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard. Exactly. It's hard. Exactly. Um, What's kind of on the same sparks on the... some guy some guy was like bullying like a a guy with special needs or something and sparks almost got canceled for like standing up for yep. the guy it was the stupidest thing yeah. ever because yeah. it's it's like i don't know it's just yeah i honestly that's why i as far as my social media use i'll retweet some stuff that like my friends do cool on twitter like all my you know buddies that are still playing i'll retweet their shit and then i'll post on instagram every now and then I don't, I go on Facebook literally just for the entertainment factor. Like I'll get sucked down like the wormholes of the videos on there. I literally yeah. spend like three hours at 3am watching these videos of like cows, like listening to music or something like the stupidest shit. That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh um, man. Just the monkey banging symbols together in my brain. Like, <laughs> like why can't I fall asleep? <laughs> Um, what else, Kyle? I I also had on the same topic of kind of the mi- just minor league stuff. Uh, so I I I was over in like Brandon. Brandon's a Tampa practice rink, and also where I play Tuesdays. Um, and I I skated in the <laughs> morning with the with the lightning, and then uh kind of had the like a few hours. Like I get done at like twelve thirty, and then I had a beer league game at like seven. So I didn't really want to like drive all the way home and like. So I think I had my laptop. I just kind of got some lunch, went to like the mall and then went back to the rink. And I got to the rink a little bit earlier than my game. So I probably got there like five just because like I it's like 45 minutes back home. So I didn't want to like do that whole drive type of thing. Get it. I get it. So so I get to the rink at like five and the, the youth teams are, are on the ice before us. who I like never really get to see and watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, like this local goalie coach guys out on the ice. And I just literally couldn't believe what this guy was doing with local goalies and like how is there not a parent or even a player parent who's like that's not right like what are you what are you guys doing so uh i don't think any goalies are gonna come out of brandon florida anytime soon this guy i walk in and he's he's got six goalies i don't know why six goalies are on the ice at one time anyways they're at the red line and he's they're they're in their butterfly and then he bang a stick and they'd get up and they'd go into a sprint, like not, not goalie related to like the blue line, 
butterfly get up sprint to the far like the next blue line and butterfly and they'd sit there and that was like a rep and then they'd do it again it, but i was like that's not anything like that's not cardiac shit yeah it, but not even like i don't know i was just like what what are you doing and then just the drills they're doing with them too they would just wind it up and like i'm like how how are like even the instagram goalie coaches are better than what these guys are doing so i don't know just i'm like if i'm if i'm a parent of that i'd probably be like hey man like uh why don't we uh butterfly slide or like t-push from like blue line to blue line why are we butterflying into a into like a sprint and then it's like if we are going to sprint why don't we sprint like from goal line to goal line like not a like why why are you sprinting five feet yeah i don't know just that was my that was my take uh i think the hard part is and me and evan talked about this a little bit i think previously and a lot of the goalie coaches that i i know like you don't have to necessarily know what you're doing but you have to convince the parents that you know what you're doing exactly and, yeah and they you know it's even easier no offense kyle in like an area like tampa hockey's blowing up right so it's kind of like what happened in chicago where you get a lot of parents that have money or whatever that want their kids now to play hockey because hockey's cool. But in terms of reference and understanding or like talking to coaches or, Hey, what's my kid need to do? They don't know. They don't have a clue. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like you get a coach that like can convince people like played house hockey or like, like learned how to like goalie coach. Like we've had that here where there, there was players that were watching goalie schools in the summer and like recording or writing down drill notes and then he said he was a goalie coach at a different smaller yeah. rink and started doing lessons. And I would ask people, I'm like, do you guys know who this guy is? They're like, oh, yeah, like he gets a couple house league kids every once in a while. But like, yeah. you know, he, he played, he's not a real guy. Like ju- junior C and he was a fighting forward. Yeah. No, like literally <laughs> like almost to the point. So, I mean, that, that's the hard part. Like you get parents that are can be convinced and, you know, there's a lot of people out there looking to make a quick buck. So yeah. it's hard. That's just, dude, that story. Spearsy told me a story the one time. And this is like, just, I don't know why. It just jogged my memory and it's a funny story. But Spearsy, Spearsy used to, like, when it was time to pick up pucks, he'd have the, he'd have the goalie, like, sit by the puck bucket. And he just, he just, like, the pucks would obviously be scattered at the end of the session. Spearsy yep. would just shoot him at the goalie's gloves. The goalie would catch him mm-hmm. and, like, put him in, just drop him in the bucket quick. That was, like, just his, his little way of picking him up to get, like, fundamental save or whatever you want to call save i don't know tracking whatever you want to call it in and like this there's like other goalie coaches in dallas and one of the other goalie coaches in dallas saw him doing it and then like spearsy was spearsy was watching his session like you know a week or two later or whatever and this goalie coach is doing it and he's got the he's got the goalie like in his butterfly next to the bucket at the blue line and all the pucks are kind of lower like below like the the dots are below like the the goal line or whatever you want to call it. And this guy's just ripping clappers at this guy. <laughs> and there's, there's, there's like in the neutral zone, there's, there's a lesson going on in the far end. There's a lesson going on. The, the goalie, the goalie coach miss rips a clapper misses like the goalie completely hits the other instructor in the side of the head, puts him out cold. I'm like, Oh my God. But that, I mean, that's just, like I, I don't know. Kind of like what I it just made me think. Your both your guys' stories made me think of that story, and it's just 
A, that just ripping off clearly and B, just having no concept of what you're doing, just being stupid enough to have a goalie line up with 15 people behind you ripping slap shots at him. But that's uh, that's hockey, I guess, as they say. So <laughs> That is hockey. Uh, Kyle, what else you got? Um, a little funnier side of story. We I did a uh, like a cancer charity tournament at Amelie, and it was a it was a three oh, on sweet. three three on three tournament. And I figure like they 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 announced so they what, what it's kind of a long story. They announced this like six months ago it was a big fundraising thing. They raised like over fifty thousand dollars. Oh, um, yeah, like Unreal, uh, tournament. They were short uh like one team the day before like just to have an even a number of teams yeah. to enter the tournament so someone through tampa asked if i could just throw a team together i was like yeah like I, all i need is like five guys because it's three on three mm-hmm. so i i say yeah i'll do it and i'm like you know it's like so it's, it's a lightning cancer tournament like it's people are coming from all over the state like it's been a pretty big thing like i don't want to embarrassed out here so like i want to like have a a decent team so i don't know i asked like five not like anything crazy like guys who probably like played club hockey in college like like younger guys could skate like good but not like didn't go out and grab like ex-pro guys or anything yeah we show up to the tournament and like it said a league like that's why i was like okay it's gonna be good so we got a league players and then me and net and I felt so bad, man. Like, we're playing, like, D and beginner league, like, players and, like, guys who couldn't even, like, move the puck around. It was it was bad, I think. So we played – we only played one game with our actual team. It was, like – and it's three on three. So, like, it's a quick game. You, you, there's more goals. And I think it was, like, 20 to zero, 10 minutes in. Like, so – like, it's just not fair. So we ended up – we ended up kind of, like, re-shifting – uh, our guys on the different teams and just trying to like make a level playing field. But yeah, it, it, it was, it wasn't a ton of fun. Cause like the level just, it wasn't competitive. So yeah, it's, a, it was a charity. I mean, that the problem is like, that's the way like uh, the, the barstool, the chicklets cup kind of was like, we signed up for a, and we played two other teams that were really good. But the one group of guys that came, they came all the way from North Carolina. Like they shouldn't have been playing anything higher than a D league. And yeah. on top of that, like what I didn't understand in that mindset, if you're telling me I'm driving from North, driving, flying, traveling, whatever, commuting North Carolina to Detroit for a hockey tournament, I am sandbagging that. I'm getting blasted every day and it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to play the best hockey possible because they got well, rocked every game. Exactly. That's what I thought. Why? Because like, like I heard people came from out of state too. Like it was a big event. That's why yeah. I'm like, okay, like we got to have a decent team. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and yeah, so uh, but the funny thing was, like, you had kind of two ends of the spectrum. Like, some teams were douchebags. So, like, when we played them, we like light them up. Yeah. Like, one guy was was like, like trying to fight guys and stuff. And we're like, dude, it's like it's a cancer charity fundraiser. Like, what are you, what are you doing out here? Yeah, and then, settle uh, down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think that's about it. It's about all that's new in, in my neck of the woods. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. So, like, uh, sorry, excuse me. I don't want to cut anybody off. Evan, do you have any final thoughts, questions, comments, concerns? I got absolutely nothing for you. Just banging away up there, eh? Symbols. 
Um, well, welcome back, Kyle Conan. We're excited to have you. It's another episode, new episodes every Wednesday. Like, follow, su- subscribe, um, spread the the meme awareness. Also, if you you know, for the listeners who haven't seen that clip of Evan screaming at painter, uh, painter, painter isn't just making memes. Painter's just shredding me. Every single meme is just <laughs> making fun of me. I swear to God. Um. But yeah, uh, there's a new that video that we put out a long time ago. Evan screaming, and was that the Frozen Four? That was a Frozen Four against yep. the. Loop. Yep. Yeah, Evan screaming at the top of his lungs for whatever reason that reel is blowing up and it's circulating now, and it people have no context when they see it outside of a guy screaming, which is hilarious. So, it's all good stuff. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Here's the episode too. Uh, Evan, you want to introduce uh, the episode briefly, really quick, before we have him on? My boy, Packy Munson, played at just about every college in the NCAA. Uh, spent some time in the Mindsies and then went over, kicked a tear up, but absolute legend, absolute beauty, and I'm, uh, I'm pretty pumped to have him on. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back with another episode of Between Two Posts, and we are very lucky to have the general manager of the Minnesota Loons, Patrick, a.k.a. Packy Munson. He was a Robbie Cup champion of the Vietnam. He was an NCAA champion at Denver, and he's played on almost every college hockey team that there was, and he spent four <laughs> years playing pro hockey. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Packy Munson. Packy, how are you? Can you ask for a better intro? I don't know if you can. That was... That was very wonderful. Thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure. No, thanks for jumping on. But yeah, you could ask for better because there's people that get paid to do it. Uh, and it's not me. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, pa- Packy, you're uh, a friend of Evans, a friend of goalies. And now you're, you know, shaping the young minds of junior hockey players. Uh, but before we get into the nitty gritty stuff, I got a handful of questions for you. Okay. We're going to test you a little bit oh, rapid fire early okay let's do right it right here right off the gate uh mount rushmore of cheeseburgers go mount rushmore of cheeseburgers yeah your favorite four. Oh wow that's a tough one but i can i give it a shot um in and out number one brutal brutal <laughs> brutal i only had it twice both times i was hammered so like it was like this is fun. oh that's that's heaven at that point heaven <laughs> right like i'm like i can't can't beat it i can't have it again so i can't even test my theory um I bury McDoubles like a champ, so I'll go with yep. that. That's uh, your number two. <laughs> Credibility's like, out the like, window. What do you mean? Like McDoubles? Are you live. You live in Minnesota. Have Culvers everywhere, and your number two is McDonald's. I'm, I'm a man of discipline and a man of my word. It's fucking. It's. It's McDoubles. He's okay. a brand guy. Is there swearing on this podcast? So I got to. Yeah, there's plenty of swearing. Oh, yeah, okay, we're we're okay. explicit. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I do love a good butter burger, though. Like, I'm not going to lie. That's a good That's a good one. Um, yeah, make, yeah. In and out, make double. Uh, a nice whopper kind of hits every once in a while. With I'm, or without I'm cheese. Basic. I'm starting to realize I'm pretty basic. Oh, my God. Um, With or without whole, cheese, though. Huh? Whopper with cheese or without? Cheese always. What do you mean? It's extra if you add it, just so you know. Are you serious? Yeah, they just, it never says that, but they get you. Trust me. It's like guacamole at Chipper. Absolutely. Pay for greatness. Okay. Um, Yeah, Wahlburgers 4. I'll go with that. I've never had that yet. Okay, I like it. Um, Where's video game console ever released? 
Oh boy. Uh, it's gotta be this new Nintendo one. Cause I don't have any urge to buy it. Uh, okay. what's the new one? What's not the 360 or what's it called? The Nintendo, the Nintendo switch. Yeah. Like I, that's never even became like, Hey, I should buy a Nintendo switch today. Like that's never even. That one looks like it's for kid, like kids, like, yeah. like iPad, iPad kids. Yeah. Not like a gamer man like yourself, Evan. No, that's a gamer. for That's a kid's gamer. So, yeah. Right? Speaking, speaking. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Packy. It's already starting. Speaking, speaking of game systems and Packy Munson, Packy Munson. Okay. First of all, I will say Packy Munson. Great, great child player. Great Fortnite player. Love playing with the guy. Can play the game, do well. But something you got to know about Packy is if you're in an Xbox Live party with Packy, your ears better be fucking ready. Like, you better have earplugs in because, A, he has the worst mic I've ever heard in my life. And, B, I don't know what he does, but sometimes it sounds like you're sitting next to a rocket ship taking off with a Blackhawk helicopter spinning in your ear. Dude, I couldn't I can't even begin to tell you guys the amount of times I have had to mute Packy <laughs> because it just sounds like I have a Black Hawk helicopter going absolutely <laughs> nuts right next to my eardrum. Okay, sorry. Just the ga- the game console made me think about it. Well, I just went and threw out my switch, so we're cool now. Um, oh no! Come on, come on! <laughs> I just tossed that bad boy. <laughs> I mean, oh, the only dick. the the thing I do get to say though, like I don't play video games ever. Like I had a, I had a PlayStation three, I think, or four. Came back from school, stopped playing it, got rid of it, and then I got a switch because I thought it'd be fun to play Mario Party. And then I just never bought Mario Party, so like don't play anything with it. it just sits down in my basement. Um. <laughs> here's a here's a follow-up question what franchise sells the most merch uh disney pokemon anything mario like the universe of mario or k-pop stuff gotta be pokemon right I'm gonna, there's I'm no right say, answer here i didn't do oh, the research i was just oh, curious about just a person just a personal opinion yeah i'm yeah. gonna go with the pikachus man that, that's been buzzing for 30 years no like yeah since 97 yeah. You, think po- you think Pokemon, you said Disney was the first one, right? That was my first ask, yeah. Okay, is Pokemon bigger than Cinderella, Snow White? Uh, okay, okay. Right. Frozen. I was wrong, Evan, okay? There's a lot of entities inside the Disney. That's Yeah, that, but that's, and, uh, Pecky, I'm trying to help, brother. No, hey, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I'm wrong. Sorry, guys. K-pop, I bet you K-pop's higher than you think. Oh, 100 percent. Is it? So so I, I just gotta drop this because we were in uh, New York City this this weekend and I see this line like just wrapping like are probably around like half of Manhattan, just people looped around buildings. We're like, what what is this line for? It was to go see K pop. I'm like, what is K pop? It's a, a Korean singing show, Ev. Is that right? It, it's Korean pop music. So like no, and, um... and correct me if I'm wrong, it's it's in Korean. Like yes. they don't speak well, English. They'll, so they'll are... do some songs, yeah. yeah right, but, but people kids, are going and I thought you said kids bop. I was like, yeah, I don't think that's <laughs> that's gonna work. The kid the kids bop shit's <laughs> like, popping yeah, off just... right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know it came in last, I guess, but yeah, okay, K pop. No, I'm, I'm the Korean pop scene is <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm not there. I'm not there yet. 
so you remember like Gangnam Style, like that's technically K-pop, but like that came and went. But BTS, which has been really popular lately, that Rhea is a huge fan of, and Blackpink, uh, they've been traveling all over the U.S., so it might have been a Blackpink concert. But watch the red flag there. I think Gangnam Style is still very much alive. I saw a video that that guy's still touring. He's oh, he still cr- you're kidding. He's still, he's still, he he's crushes like everywhere he goes. Yes, he's paying the bills. Yeah, maybe I got a, I got a would you rather for you. So, so you can either only play the Nintendo Switch, like that's your only console, yeah. or or every song you listen to is the Kids Bop version. I mean, that's that's easy. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, the Nintendo Switch ain't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just said I never thought about. Buying. I didn't say I hate it. I just yeah, Kids Bop not exactly getting me going. To be honest. Oh man, that's yeah. <laughs> Imagine him like anytime Packy walks into the locker room when the kids are pre gaming and it has to flip to a kids' bot version, <laughs> just like in whatever universe that'd be possible, they would fire myself. Him, <laughs> fire myself. Like, I can't do that to the guys. Oh, oh man, man. That's uh, checking those out by the way. Anyone know? Is there Kids Bop 66 yet? Or like, like, oh, they're still I, cranking them 100%. out. 100%. Oh, yeah. like, oh, Kids oh, Bop really? 259 now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like UFC events. Exactly. <laughs> Kids Bop 306. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, another would you rather here, Pac. Uh, would you rather be the Yodel Kid from Walmart or be the Corn Kid who just blew up on TikTok? Yodel Kid. Yodel Kid slays, dude. Yeah. He, had some, he, had some, he had some bangers after that that were did like. You just see, did you see his post? Yeah, he like posted. I'm single, I'm back. <laughs> like, he, no, he posted like uh, all the pictures, like a collage of pictures of like fans that are girls of his, and was like, "Hey, girls, I'm t- like this year I turned oh, yeah. 18 or something." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, like, like who wants it? I was like, "Yo, yeah. oh, oh, oh. relay that." Like, okay, yeah. like, it's on. Respect that kid. Um, favorite ice rink concession stand snack. Mm. Ooh, as a guy who was consistently scratched in the cold, <laughs> uh, the Huntington Center in Toledo had some treats. I was pretty happy there. That was nice. Oh, he's got the location. Yeah. You were. I'm. I'm assuming you meant like type of snack, Ev. What was your? What was oh, your are you saying my favorite ring like to get snacks from? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought it was like a set. I was like, yeah, I know. I got. I got scratched. Um, I love Toledo. <laughs> love Toledo. Great, great popcorn. Uh. No, it's a hot dog all day, though. I murder, murder hot dogs. A health nestle. Yeah, I've always been known as a health nut. <laughs> um, last one here, uh, Packy. If you had to be pro, but you had to be pro in either bowling or darts, what would it be? Darts. Have you ever been to a pro darts event? <laughs> no, have you? Yeah, dude. When I was playing in England, it's like it's like the World Series meets like a frat party. Really? So you you go to these events in the UK, and when you go, everybody wears a Halloween costume and gets obliterated. <laughs> Swear to God, if you get two seconds, and you can do it now, like go to YouTube and Google like or whatever, just search like the Dart League in the UK. It was the most fun night of my life. I just got blasted, and there was a three hundred and forty. Like it was, it was really cool. Like seriously, nuts. I've seen a few that's been a, every now and then, like you'll get like those ESPN Ocho things, but they'll actually be on ESPN. 
Yep. And I've seen those and I have no clue what is going on, but it look I mean it it's like a legit like sellout, like whatever the arena they got going on, it's packed. They did it at our arena in in England. It's like a seven thousand seater and you couldn't get a ticket. We had to sneak in. Like it was like there's dudes wearing like women's Halloween. Like it was crazy. Oh, he's not kidding. Um, let me get oh. a screen share here for screen you boys. Share, Little research. Google Chrome. All is this? Yeah. Look in the background. Look at all these people dressed up. How come I can't see this? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting. A, I'm, he's starting. Has started screen share. Oh, why is it paused? Resume share. Stop share. Got me so excited. Oh, is it because it's a YouTube video? I probably can't. Uh, yeah. Some sort uh, of copyright. Take a word for it, though. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Let's see. I'll try one more time here. Let's go desktop two. Actually, now I think about it, I don't think he was English or anything. Oh, the- now you guys can see it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Look at the background, bro. Buzzing. Look at the guy's hair. Look at look at how they're dressed. Look at, the, look at how they did food. the seating there. It's like concert seating. Like people are just sitting in chairs. Yeah. You see, like all the wig, all the like random colored wigs in the background too. That's the best. Oh, that guy's got a head cap. That's the best. They get the triple twenty, and they and and it's it's look at me. It's unbelievable. The Sellies, dude. Look at this. Like look at this guy's hairstyle. No, did you see this it's thing so on the side of his head? He has like yeah. a, a sparkle snake. Yeah. Like, think of what life has to take you for you to become a professional dart player. You grew up in a bar. You've been drinking since you were eight. Uncle <laughs> Timmy was fucking throwing darts. Dude, how does he? How does he hit that? Like every time. Oh, they're, they're artists. professionals. They're artists. artists. Like the like the bull the bullseye would be cake for them. They're like they don't even go for the bullseye. What is this cricket, or is it a different thing? No, it's it's like countdown from five oh four or something like that. Like, oh, but really? you have to end on a double, so it like you have to. So you got to be good at math too. Oh yeah! The, oh my god, he hit it! Gavin, the, the, the Slytherin head got a little rattled there. He didn't like that. <laughs> oh, get some water. Water break. <laughs> I think they boo. I think they booze though. Like I literally like they're going back and having a like a drink. Like I, you don't play this sober. No I shot. love the announcer there too. <laughs> I just think it's amazing because they have this huge, amazing stage, and it's like just this little dartboard. <laughs> like, yeah. And it couldn't be smaller, right? Yeah, like oh, like look at those people on the way back. They can't see fuck all back there. <laughs> can't see anything. Oh, so you're watching a screen, and then you just hear a guy over the screen go two hundred and forty. There we go. Look at that. Oh man, it's it, it's insane. Alrighty. Well, back to it. Um, <laughs> I do have one question for you, Pac, before Evan kind of gives us the inside and digs the dirt on you. But uh, I wanted to see, do you have any funny stories about Rudy Junda? Oh, my God. I love Rudy. I So I just saw him at uh, – I just saw him when we went down for our reunion. And, like, he's big at Barstool now. Yeah, like, he's big time, big time. Big time. And I had, you know – I've always been a big stoolie. So when I saw him, you know, and, I, and Rudy used, if you don't know about Rudy, Rudy was an absolute sniper dude. Like he could rip a puck. He lit me to pieces that entire. Really? 
Oh my God, dude. Rudy, Rudy had a rip. Like he would do all the goalie skates and just obliterate me. And anyway, way before I was there too. What? I think he played in Wichita Falls way before I was there yeah, too. Yeah, he did. Dude, he's yeah. a good, really good hockey player. His senior year, I think he had some tucks too when he played. Like, anyways, great guy and funniest dude alive. Um, it was funny though because I was like star starstruck when I saw him. Like, you know, some of the guys he played with, like Troy Terry, is a really good hockey player. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> good hockey player. You know? And I'm like, oh my god, it's Rudy. Like I was like, oh my god! And I just like geeked out with them at the end of the night for like an hour, just talk about barstool. Like, yeah. It, oh, I, I, yeah, Rudy's awesome, but oh my god, it's Rudy from Barstool. That's what I'm saying. I was like, oh he's god, at Denver. Rudy. Like, ah, uh, he always, he made me laugh so much when I played with him. But then it was just so funny that like, yeah, no, he, he I nerded out over when I saw him. It's funny. I can't believe he was that lethal of a shooter because he only played like roughly 45 games total in like four years at Denver. Yeah, I mean, we had a pretty good team there um, those years. So, like, it wasn't – we had some good hockey players that just were, like, right on the edge of getting in. And then his senior year, he played a lot, and he had some goals. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, he – yeah, it, he's he was he was sneaky really good. What a beauty. How do you know him? Just – I just watch him on Barstool. He's, like – Well, I knew him through Berkey, obviously, another Pio, Pio alum. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. And then he told me about meeting Rudy at the thing and talking about Barstool a little bit with him. And then, like, everything I watch and I see, he's, like, coming up more and more. And, like, he's the cool, edgy, like, e-boy guy now. And it's Oh, it's it's unbelievable. Like, some of his clips. So he did, like, a he did a show when he was at Denver. He had, like, a little jokey, like, it was, like, ripping with Rudy and he would, like, interview guys. Yeah. And, I mean, me and him would, like, kind of, like, like, I was always pretty loud in the locker room. And like, he would always chime in and just like, like a little subtle chirp and just like murder me. But they had me on the show once and we like, God, he's just fucking, he's a funny dude, man. Like, and I just, even the stuff he posts with like Big Cat and those guys, like, guy's hilarious. Like, I, 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 he's awesome. Yeah, he's dialed. It's so funny to think about though. Like, think about how many guys, like all, I mean, I'm, all of us played with those guys that are just like the funniest guys ever in the locker room. And like, I would like, there's so many guys that are probably just like that Rudy guy where if they, if they had the opportunity to have like a platform like that, when they could just be, oh. be themselves and like let stuff rip like that, how, how famous all these guys we played with would be. Yeah. But he, the thing about him though, is like, I, I mean, I always felt like I was pretty decent sized clown in the locker room. Like he would rarely talk, but every time he said something, it was like the funniest thing I'd heard in two weeks. Like it was just like, <laughs> talk more <laughs> and then we're at the reunion and he's on the dance floor just like doing some of these dance like he's he's unbelievable like all-time guy but you're right there's so many funny guys in hockey that like can we get a mic on this guy just because <laughs> unbelievable like oh it's crazy i think the hard part is though like guys like a lot of those guys you know those shut down when like a camera shows up you know what i mean Oh, like yeah. Some guys, some guys can definitely keep it going, but like, there's a handful where like they're the loudest, funniest guys, and then boom, cameras like, and they're just like, no, not me today. <laughs> it's weird, right? Like you see the camera, and you're like, man, I better not stutter, I better not say something dumb, and then, but it's like, yeah, like you said when they're just ripping it around, it's like, better not get canceled. Yeah, well, yeah, like, like, yeah, I got some jokes. Some people might not like them. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> right? like, oh man. No man. So, you know, I I figured we should probably just uh 
address the elephant in the room here. You played at about 19 fucking colleges. <laughs> Trendsetter. Look at everybody know. Everybody knows playing at three colleges. Nobody bats an eye. No, you're right. Honestly, that's, that's yeah. Now weird. it's now it's the trend. Like that's the norm. Yeah. Like what's wrong with it? Yeah. Let the kids play. <laughs> oh, you want to know like why or what? Like what? What? Just, but you were not. You were an honorary member of Ohio State men's hockey team too for our uh, for our scavenger hunt the one year. Yeah, I got some brothers. I got some brothers in Ohio. <laughs> I, got, I got. I got. I got some brothers there. That's where I met Cars and you. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Yeah. Well, what's like mm-hmm. what, going to the story a little bit? Like, so you, you come out of junior, you commit to to Vermont. What kind of what what goes down? So, playing for Fairbanks, like they've always done a really good job moving guys on. Um, my first year, I was basically a, mostly a back. I think I played twenty something games, but like we had a guy who was the guy who was committed. Um, so my second year, when I was the guy. Um, you know, first half of the year, I had like seven goalie partners, and then the starter got like like got cut from his college and came back to the team. So it was like a super messy, weird situation. I just remember my coach calling me at Christmas. He's like, "Hey, good news! Our goalie from last year's coming back." I'm like, "Oh yeah, awesome. that's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to hear." Merry Christmas, coach. <laughs> oh, the guy that you said you loved more than your own kids? Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. That he's coming back. Um, so. Anyways, like I had talked to a couple schools like very, very briefly. Um, and then like the Gophers called on like a Monday and offered me like a walk-on spot basically. And then, you know, a week later, you know, Vermont had kind of started, had called once or twice. And then they like, they just offered me um, kind of like a, like a weird scholarship. It was like, I didn't really know anything worked. Like no one in my family played hockey, but they're like, yeah, we're going to offer you like a 30, 60, 90 full or something like that. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And they're like, yep. And if you play your freshman year, you know, you'll, we'll give you more scholarship. And I was like, that sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Like, I, you know, I, I just wanted to play college hockey and I didn't even visit. I just committed the next day. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, get me out yeah. of Fairbanks. Burlington sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the littlest of research, like, Oh, Tim Thomas played there. Oh, <laughs> place um like <laughs> i didn't really know anything about it um i just want to play hockey so whatever committed there go out there um first month of the year dude i was the worst goal like we're gonna take a real quick break from the show to talk about one of our presenting uh sponsors here and that is easy crease take your goaltending development to the next level by giving your goalies a crease every drill as they should have. I'm sure you remember when you were a kid and you're doing half ice stuff and you have no idea where you're at. You're lost, no man's land, wrong turn at Albuquerque, you know, stuff like that. Easy crease quickly and easily gives goalies a crease anywhere on the ice. It works great for small area games, goalie clinics, or just anytime your goalie doesn't have a crease. Be sure to order now at www.easycrease.com, spelled exactly how it sounds, or check them out on Amazon back to the show i have nightmares still of how bad i was the first month and a half of college hockey like blue line wristers snipe like like, i never even got a sniff of the game i was so bad um just torched and our first game of the year was against the gophers kind of a funny story but um the night before we were supposed to leave to go play the gophers which minnesota kid i broke my hand in my sleep I was, I had a, I had a dream in my dorm bed that I was in a fight 
and I was punching a concrete wall. Oh dead, like dead sober. Like, like not a like, oh, wow, he's banged up, whatever. Like, I woke my roommate up punching a concrete wall. Oh, he's Jesus. Like, are, you, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, my hand hurts, though. Like, what's going on? He's like, dude, you're just hammering the wall. And I was like, what? <laughs> so go try and practice. Can't hold my stick. Like, awful like like i and so they you know they do an x-ray boxers fracture on your ring finger and i'm like wow so did get to go to minnesota for the first game whatever i had to stay back um i had a cast on my hand for two months or six weeks or whatever could barely hold my stick they put it was like a mitt um they like cut my blocker open so it just like every day it was just like i'm barely holding my blocker on my stick like and still like kind of getting lit up, but our goalie coach was full time. He was first time just retired from, he had just played a year or something like that. And he was coaching. And then he came here and was like a volunteer goalie coach. And he was, his name is Jeff Hill. He was like the best goalie coach I ever had. Like every day for like 45 minutes, being him one-on-one in the morning, he would just, he just helped me a shit ton. And my hand finally heals. I finally start to make saves in practice. And then our goalie gets hurt in a game. Like literally all in a span of a week, I got healthy. I started to feel like I knew what I was doing. And then he got hurt and they're like, yeah, pack you're, uh, you know, you're going to play next Friday. And I'm like, okay. And I just remember like freaking the F out and like having like almost like an anxiety attack the night before the game. Cause like you guys know as goalies, right? Like you're, you get like a very short leash and was a goalie. Like if I go out there and give up six goals and 10 shots, I never play another game again. Yep. Especially in college, it's, I mean, obviously not with you, but college, it's like, actually, like at at that point, you're like, I'm here for four years. Like if I, if I'm not good, like I'm I'm fucked. Like, like, like you're, you, you're, you're like, I, and I knew that I was like, my career is hinging on this performance. (laughs) I just remember calling my dad and he was just like, like, dude, you have nothing to lose. And I'm like, I have everything to lose. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? And I just randomly called. There was like a, there was like a sports psychologist lady that worked at the school. I just called her. Like, I don't know where I'm like, yeah. Hey, kind of freak it out here. She's like, what's your name? <laughs> That's also like the time when you're like a freshman, you're like, all right, I have like two sick years here. Sign pro. I'm, I'm the next Tim Thomas. And then like, you know, you're still like young and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go to the, the NHL, you know? So I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> like I was like, <laughs> I just got done with two months of getting lit up. I'm starting to kind of fit. Like, I, I wasn't, dude, I was just trying not to get embarrassed in my first game. Honestly, I was like, we were playing like number 12 in the country. Like St. Lawrence was good at the time. And I'm like, I just hope I don't get embarrassed. Um, and the lady like kind of gave me some advice. She's like, just the whole game. Don't talk to anyone. Just say next shot. And I was like, I got nothing to lose. Sounds good. So I did that and I got a shutout. So that was cool. I was like, oh, we won. Like, this is great. And then played again the next night, had a really good game. And then I played like 20-some games straight when the goalie was out. And um, it all went really well. Got some cool awards, and it was really cool to kind of get recognition. I talked to some NHL teams for the first time. Like, I was never a prospect by that sense from it. I never talked to an NHL team before. Um, Like, never was on any sort of boards or anything like that. So everything kind of happened fast. And then, you know, we lost in like game three overtime against BC. And they were like the Alex Tuck, like they were gross. Um, but I had a really good showing and I like had a, you know, I was talking to Calgary. I was going to possibly sign Vermont says, no, no, you need one more year. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, like <laughs> college hockey's awesome. Like, this is great. 
Um, and then my meeting comes the end of the year and I'm thinking about my scholarship. I'm like, Oh, they're going to give me a full, this is going to be awesome. Like, you know, everything. And I go to my meeting and they're basically like, yeah, we didn't really plan you being good. We actually have no scholarship for you next year. We have too many guys coming in. (laughs) And I was like, like, wait, what? (laughs) Like you guys are messing with me. Right. Like, and, and, and our, and our team was talented, but we had like 30 something guys, like, and they're bringing in nine more or 10 more. And it was just like, yeah, but he, he goes, yeah, maybe next year though. And, and they're bringing in Lekas, who was going to be on a full ride too. And I'm like, so you're telling me you're bringing in another goalie on a full and I'm on a walk, I'm a walk on guy. And then he just won like the Clark cup. And I'm like, yeah. so you're telling me that you're going to, you're just not going to play him at all. And he's like, no, no, you guys look to battle it out. And the guy that I played after was also still there. And I'm like, this kind of hmm. makes no sense. Yeah. Um, like three goalies were all expecting to play. And there was a fourth goalie who like expected to play too. I'm like, this is chaos. And I was like, yeah, I just, I don't think this is the right decision to stay here. Um, and I was kind of bummed out because like, the talks with Calgary kind of fizzled after I said, I'm coming back to college. I think they signed somebody at the time. And, um, and so I was like, I have a transfer and the go I came down between the Gophers and Denver. And I had no idea anything about Denver, except I just always thought that was a cool place to play watching the Gophers. And they had offered a full for my red shirt year. So I went there and um, I went there for my red shirt year and, their goalie was supposed to leave. Gillette was, he was the best goalie in college hockey. He was supposed to sign. Then I was going to play. And then I was going to sign. And it's kind of a sweet deal. I was like, yeah, I'll just chill for a year. Team looks like they're pretty good. They're in the frozen four the year before. No idea anything about Monty. Like didn't know any of the guys. Like really just, I just knew one guy on the team. He's like, yeah, it's cool here. I was like, all right, sweet. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Didn't visit there either. I just said, yep, I'll see you. I'll see you next week. We're going to Denver. <laughs> and so, yeah, went there and, what was uh what was it like playing obviously Monty like you know unbelievable coach in college and now he's getting some some sniffs in the NHL what was it like playing for him So like it was kind of funny cuz like I, obviously Monty had a lot to work I mean we we had a really good team he was like the most amazing coach I've ever had in my life like the guy actually made me feel like me my practice like mattered to the team like that was like maybe his greatest thing as a coach. Like he's super smart. sees the game believable, but he made every single guy believe like the only way we're going to win a championship is if you're fucking going like he was like, we had like meetings. He's like, I love how you're like, you're battling. You're, you're giving the guys like practice energy is unbelievable. Like you, like you're helping us so much right now. And I'm like, maybe had eight shots at practice. <laughs> like I didn't, like I didn't ever saw the net. And so it was like, I don't know. He was just awesome. And he was so smart and all the guys loved him. Like first coach I ever had where like nobody shit on the coach. Everyone's like, yeah, this guy's the best coach ever. Like guys that never played a minute were like, no, no, Monty's lights out. Like, and he was, and, and it's really cool to see him now because he's like, just killing it with Boston. He was killing it with Dallas too. Like players love him, dude. He's so honest, so straight up, like understands the importance of going out understands the boys understands you know, he treated the, like, he was so hard on Troy and Borgstrom and all those guys, like so hard. But then like, he just respected all the guys below because if he was hard on the top guys and those guys are doing the right things, you just knew as a bottom guy, you're like, shit, I got to do the right things. Like, so that part was pretty cool. Um, 
it was a pretty special year just because we were so good and everybody was such great guys. Like that's something you like. That's something you, you like. You really do not see a lot. Is like j- just off your last point there. Like accountability from top to bottom for each guy. Like yeah, same standard. Like that. That like anywhere anywhere you play. And I mean, you could talk. You can speak on it for literally anywhere any of us have ever played like that it is really not like that like no i'm sorry if i'm rambling on here guys sorry not at all no this it's all good stuff yeah yeah um no i i just thought that was like the coolest thing like i I just remember him like borkstrom was a first round pick going on sports center every other night and he's like kicking them off a practice for not doing the right things like just like stuff like that and you're just like oh my god like if he's kicking him off the ice like he has no problem kicking the fourth string redshirt goalie off the ice if I'm fucking around. Like, and he sat. I remember him sitting Troy and those guys during a game. Like, like you guys are not doing the right things. I remember him in the media being like, "Yep, our best players were not, you know, reloading. They weren't playing physical, and, and they lost it. Like, we need our best players to be our best players." So, and, but it was always honest, you know. Like it was never any bullshit. So it was pretty cool. Like, and that that's so. Yeah. So did you have to redshirt because like I. I at the time like that was the rules because now the, i believe that that's like not a thing right you can transfer and play like the next season transfer and play right away and then you also get the grad year and the covid year like i had yeah. out a year and like i remember i was supposed to go to calgary's dev camp and they're like well you're not playing next year and they told us after i transferred like we're well, not playing next year so you're not we're gonna bring in somebody else and i was like oh that's kind of bummer um but yeah like it was yeah i didn't and, and again i never had a family member go through this stuff i didn't like i, I didn't have an agent like an agent reached out from like a decent agency, but like he, you know, it was just like, I never had that stuff. Like it is now. Like I didn't have anyone telling me advice or anyone saying, Hey, you should do this or sign pro or whatever. I just was just winging it. And um, like, I had a really like statistically and just everything in Vermont. Like I, I had options with colleges and stuff the first time around. And um, it was just weird. Like I, I looking back, I'm like sitting out was the dumbest thing in the world. Like, kind of lose a year of hockey granted it was awesome you know we won a natty and like the experience i got from monty and playing with those guys like monty may want to be a coach like that guy, the second i played for him like my mind changed about playing i was like i just want to be a coach like that that was that guy's sick um but yeah no it's it's just interesting because now like you see there's like goalies especially like you just want to play so like you see goalies like yeah i'll go be a starter at michigan state like that saint sir he was like the starter at Notre Dame then he was at Quinnipiac and now he's at Michigan State and he's just like like I don't know goalie's just a unique position man like you want to play and you don't want to waste time like you know what I mean like I, I don't know that's the thing that's the thing too is like as a as a goalie like you wherever you go you need to be the guy because no one's really gonna take the the guy with that I mean look at me no one's gonna take the guy with two career starts in four years that seriously so well, and, and it's, and it's so different from like when you're, you know, a player, like, Oh, like you can be an awesome third line role guy. It's like, well, goalies, you just have to stop the puck. And if you don't stop the puck, like no one's there's taking only one guy. Role. There's only one guy stopping the puck for each team. Really? Yeah. yeah and, they're not and, and the hard part is like, like when you're talking about uh, the Vermont situation, like, like you did get injured. And if you are the guy at that time, like you got to have a backup who can play games. So that's probably why they, they, if you're a coach, you're an idiot. If you don't over recruit on the goaltending side in college hockey, because one injury and and you could be screwed. So that's why they probably do try to bring in you and Lekas and another guy who can still play games. And then all three of you kind of get 
get shafted. Yeah, and and I, I even see it now. Like we had we have three goalies here, and again, this is NA three. It's completely maybe completely different, but like all three guys are capable of playing. But just like the mental grind of like, because if, if you guys ever been the guy in a team, it's the best thing in the world. You show up to practice, you get scored on fifteen times. You really don't care. You're like, I'm playing Friday. Like I don't give a shit, crap. But like, you know, if yeah. if you're a three headed compete thing, I, like our goalies are like miserable. Like, like I finally had to like trade one. I'm like I just feel bad. Like you just can't have three goalies expecting to play. I had that at Michigan Tech too. It's just like it's it's just mental fuckery because a coach can make a decision based on okay, is this guy making crazy saves in practice? Is this guy making every save he shouldn't practice? Like, Colgers watching you for five minutes. You just have a bad five minutes. Okay, you're not playing Friday because you were awful in those five minutes. Like, it's like stuff like that where, like, that's why adding goalie is just such a crazy, a crazy deal. And if there's anything that I learned from my career is like if, as being a GM or when I want to be a head coach, hopefully soon, like, you just got to be honest with the goalies, man. Like, you got to be honest and be like, right now, I think, this guy's the guy. I think he's been practicing at a higher level. I think he's competing, you know, like the, if you don't talk to your goalies or communicate or you're not honest with them, it's a, it's a, it's a mental warfare, man. Like it's, I think, so- that, I think that's every player. Like I remember having conversations with like guys at school and like, I, I'm sure you and me had the conversation. I don't mean Carson have this conversation, but just like, it's so, it's so much. E- and there's a reason there's obviously reasons like, and now that you're on the other side of things, you see it too. Like there's reasons why coaches aren't always like straight up, like to the point, honest about everything. Yeah. But it's so like, in my opinion and from my experiences and stuff like that, it was always so much easier when a coach was just like, this is, and you know, this just makes me think of NA3. It was like the first time it really happened to me, like playoffs game. It was a one, it was a three game series. The series was at one to one. And the coach came up to me. He's like, Hey, like, I'm just like, right now, I just think the other guy's going to have the opportunity to win the game. And like, I'm going to go with him tomorrow. And it was like, all right, like that, if that's fine. Like if that's what you think is going to make the team win, I don't care. Like, whereas yeah. he could have said, ah, you know, this, 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 this. And like, you know, I it just, I got to go with him. And it's like, okay, well then you have like 15 things you can say where if he's just straight up, I think he's going to help us win and I'm just going to give it to him tomorrow all right, coach, I'll be there on the bench and I'll be happy to be there. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Just, yeah. Like just the basic communication like that is huge. Right. And like, I mean, we had a situation with, and we said we have three good goalies and like the one guy's dad's driving 15 hours to see his kid. And I'm like, like we can give the guy a game. Like it's game eight. Like we can give the guy a game. And I told the guys, I'm like, listen guys, like his dad made a 15 hour trip out here. He's going to get one of the games. If you have a problem with that, I'm not going to say that if you want to start, just have your parents come, but, you know what? I think that's an okay thing. Cause I think if you guys, your parents are making one trip out here, you'd want to play in front of your family. Like, I don't think that's too much. In, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I don't think there's a problem with that kind of honesty. Honestly, like, I, no, like I, maybe I'm wrong, but no, I'd be I, grabbing my phone so fucking fast. Mom, dad, you better be coming tonight. <laughs> yeah. Like play <laughs> get season dad, tickets. Packy <laughs> plays parents. Your parents are you play. I don't, I don't <laughs> care if you're coming from Detroit now I'm all the way out and like Boise, you're coming. Every weekend, every weekend you're there. Um, I think though the hard part, like getting to talk with you guys and Packy, now you've been on the other side of this is like the hard part is when you're on the team, it's, it's not, it's not always center self-centered focus. 
but you're thinking about all the things you do right versus what the other guys might not be doing that you get to see. But the problem on the other side of things is, like you said, a coach sees you for two minutes and you just gave up like a muffin from the blue. And then a guy like puts one off your ass from the goal line. It's like, all right, well, this kid's not ready. But the other thing too, like coaches always play a hunch. Like you, you they have a, their job is supposed to be, and a good coach has that a read on the team, the way the room's going, who looks like they're good, who's due for a win. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. It's just there's just so many complications with it. But the other thing I wanted to say with the problem, I like what the portal has done for a lot of kids to give them the chance to play. But the other side of it is I think there's an issue where like a lot of I think all kids think they can go into the portal and find another D1 spot and go like get games. And that's just not the case because I've had a couple kids that I dealt with where like they end up dropping to lower schools, D3, whatever. And then I, you know, it's not my situation. It's 100% there. So as long as they're happy, it's good. But like, do you go from like being at a D1 big school that's fun and like, yeah, you're not playing as much, but like you're having a really good experience and your team's good. And then you go to a D3 average program where like, yeah, you're getting to play, but I don't know. I guess it's more or less the experience, but if playing is really what's there for you, then yeah, I guess that's good. But I think also you got to weigh the pros and cons of like being in a D1 school versus, you know, being in a spot that might not be as fun or I guess a nice place to play. Well, I mean, I, I was slimy with it too. And I know that even talking with coaches now, it's super slimy. Like I wouldn't have, oh, yeah. I, I, I had someone make calls for like, I was making calls behind, like, yo, if I transfer, like you guys got a spot. Like they, I remember the one guy was saying that happens all the time. Now I, I don't know if it was the Denver guy or someone saying like, he'll get an, he'll get an email and be like, yeah, my players at Bowling Green, he's got 30 points. Like, he'll be available next year if you guys want to get something locked in early and it sucks, but that's part of the game now, dude. Like yeah. that's it's everyone's got an advisor. I got every kid in my team as an advisor. I'm like, dude, like really? <laughs> like you guys are paying a guy four grand to be your advisor in tier three junior hockey. Like, what are we doing here? Like mm-hmm. you could have just called me yourself. It would have <laughs> make a difference. Save you the money. <laughs> yeah. Like my phone number is on the website, bro. <laughs> just call me. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it is, it's weird, but yeah, I, I would never have gone into like the, that transfer stuff from Vermont. Like I had reached out, I was supposed to go to Ohio state because our mutual friend, white Eggy, he transferred from Anchorage and we were both talking to the coach from Ohio state. Like, and I, and he never like answered the phone or anything, but there was just like a guy I knew was talking to him. And there was just like, I mean, it's just the slimy stuff, right? Like that's just, you know, it's, it's stuff like that where, you kind of try and make sure you have a plan before you go into it, but that's just goalies. If you're a player and you have points, you're going to, you'll find a place like yeah. someone. Will... Yeah, no, I, I think that is the thing though, that you said is 100% true is like, I don't know. It's kind of like you can compare it to like the real estate market from like last year, right? Like a house is sold before it's even hit the market, right? It hits and then it's sold immediately. Where like, yeah. that's the way this transfer portal is, is, if you truly, you know, like you've have, you know, games played or have points or whatever, you already know where you're going before you hit the portal. Your name goes in and then boom, it comes right out because that deal's done. Yeah. It's not like you wake up on Friday and go, I'm going to transfer. And then you yeah. type in the portal. Like you're like, yeah, I've been thinking about this for two months. I have called every team. Like, I'm all right. Like, I'll have a place to go. Like, yeah. Let's stop so. it. <laughs> I don't know. It's 100%. 100%. So, Evan, no, what else you got? Um, I don't know. You want to, uh, how, how'd you, how'd you two cross paths? Oh God. 
Is that not allowed to, to be told? I mean, I don't know. that I You can tell the story because I don't really think there's a lot to it. It really isn't. Like, I didn't know him. And then I, I played with the guy in junior who went to Ohio State. He was white eggy. And he always talked about this guy his team. He was a clown. He was the goalie <laughs> that was, like, slashing guys. And, like, it's like, this guy is fucking nuts, dude. But he's awesome. He's the best guy. And... I was like, all right, but when we start, me and Wyatt started playing Fortnite, and sure enough, he's like, hey, my buddy Evan wants to play, and we're like, yeah, that's cool. Well, he comes in Blair and ACDC, what's up, boys? Like, I've never met the guy in the world. He's just going nuts. And for two and a half years, or however long Fortnite lasted for us, that was maybe some of the most, like, genuinely hardest laughs I've ever had in my entire life, like, some of the shit that, like, I don't know, it's, it's really funny to say that we became friends on Fortnite, but, like, I, I played together every day. Like, every day for six hours, we were playing Fortnite together, and we became, like, best buddies. And I am, dude, I legit skipped dinner, and, like, I, I just wouldn't <laughs> eat, like, class, dates, dinner, like, anything functions, like, you're like, yeah. And uh, I was, I was the worst fucking Fortnite player to ever <laughs> face the planet. I'd I'd be stand I'd be standing in the middle of a field or like standing on a build or something. I just get Doug Dimmadome from fucking three hundred yards away, like nothing. And, and he was, um, his his name was Furda Moist because he would just like <laughs> die and he just like, fucking leave me. I don't deserve to live. Like go on with it, and then he would just he'd find my dude. I, I ha I'd have one gun and everything else would be med kits and like health guns <laughs> and stuff like that. I just I just throw med kits at people. I'd be like, hey, you're a little low there. Put this on. Yeah, like hey, pack, you're down ten. Heal up, buddy. Or like, I just love when you would get good guns and then you just show up with the boys and drop all five and then run back and grab the health. <laughs> it was like, yeah, you know, like the oh, it was it was so fun, man. Like it's so dumb to talk about. Like you sound like such a nerd. You're like, yeah, no. We played Fortnite like at least seven hours a day. Oh, and then, oh it, then it turned into then when we got pro, it turned into chell. Oh yeah, me, me, you, Carson Meyer, and, and Noobs dude. We played chell. We played chell for hours. Like we the, legit probably played five hundred games within a three month span, and I'm not even exaggerating an ounce. Like we generally played video oh, games. It was, and now we're best friends. It's <laughs> pretty much how it came. So how's the adjustment to like real real life been? Because you're pretty pretty recently out of the game, right? Yeah, no, I was playing last year over in, in Paris, and I was all set. I was going to go to Norway. Um, to be honest, it was kind of weird because I just kind of got like the grind of goaltending and like just like the shit that goes along with it was just it kind of like had reached my point. Like I had played on like so many different teams over years and it was all great great experiences like super happy about it but it was just like do i really want to go get hit by pucks you know like I, i've been doing like it's just been such a weird like career and then guy i played with my first year pro was chris stewart he played in the nhl and he just called me randomly in march and was like do you want to come be the gm of my junior team and i was like hell yeah like that'd be awesome and it was, i always want to get into coaching so it just kind of worked out and then like transitioning hasn't been really hard at all because I get all the best parts of the job. Like I still get to go to the rink every day. I still get to mess with the guys. Like the guys are like six, seven years younger than me, but they're like my little brother. So it's, you know, it's, it's fun. And I still get to be on the ice every day and, and do a lot of help with the coaching stuff. And 
I just don't have to hit in the head with pucks anymore. So it's kind of a nice, it's, it was a nice transition and I'm not some assistant coach, you know, doing laundry every day. I get to kind of make some cool decisions. So it wasn't bad. it's been, it's been nice. Um, Packy, a uh, serious question. Everybody I'm right out here from the Inquirer. You brought on Evan Moyes as one of your scouts. Uh, how is he doing so far this season? Oh, my Middle East scout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's doing good, man. He's uh, he's got no players. Um, hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. I take that back. He got a V player. What am I saying? Dmitry Kuleshov from uh, Sydney, Australia, is my star on my team. I swear to God. Evan Moyes calls me and gets me a guy from fucking Australia. And he's nasty. 17-year-old. Nasty. Uh, Evan, I, I what? Dude. Bro, swear. Where? You my tell buddy. us, what, Ev. Well, my buddy, my buddy was- Met him on Fortnite. <laughs> I was playing Fortnite with him. No, my buddy was playing in like, there's like an Australian pro league. Well, I don't know if it's pro, but it's like an Australian, yeah. like whatever league. Over the summer, they play in the summer, mm-hmm. and um, like we're just shooting the shit. I'm like, so do you got any like junior age players over there that are any good? And he's like, actually, we have one kid who's nasty, and he's like, he's looking at like maybe going over and playing like U18 AAA. And I was like, well, would you consider maybe playing in the NA3? Like, I I'm working for Packy, and like Packy's actually in a place where they're doing stuff the right way. And he's like, I'll, I don't know. I'll talk to him. So I, I like, he talked to him and then like, he's like, yeah, I said, uh, like reach out to him. So I, I got on the horn with him and then, uh, I, I started asking him like just shooting the shit and he sounded pretty interested, gave his number to Packy and, uh, the rest is history, but no, he, I've watched, uh, I've watched probably a good five or six, five or six of the loons games so far. And every time I've watched, he has, he has, you know, goal or a couple of them and then uh, a couple assists on top of it but he's just a good little silky you know uh good little dude, silky. he's no sick like he's just a little guy well the best part about him dude his parents are rush his mom his dad's russian his mom's like a male i don't know if she's a male order but like she's from vietnam and like the kid lives in australia so imagine like this little short russian looking guy that speaks with an australian accent like, <laughs> so it's so funny and he's like the nicest kid like yeah, I will say that was like the first thing I noticed. Very like respectful, seemed like he was like raised the right way and he's a hell of a player. So doesn't get much better than that. No. Funny guy to coach too. Like I got on him last game, like he wasn't moving. I was like, Are you gonna fucking wake up? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I will. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> like can't even get mad at you. <laughs> You're the best. Um, so how about this for Australia last year, he was in the world J tournament, but that team's like D three. It's us, uh, 14 points in six games. Then, uh, with the Minnesota loons this year under the watchful eye of Packy Munson, he's got 16 points in 16 games and EP is projecting him. I don't know how they projected NA three stats, but they're saying he's going to end up with 44 total points in 44 games played this season. So if you want to know a secret. They just multiply it by the games remaining. Just it's just basic math, brother. Oh, so that's so if he's, there's no <laughs> real projections here. They just multiplied it then. The game, yeah. Did you know he's a point per game? So if there's 44 <laughs> games, well, I tough seed. That's a tough seed right there. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that is. I mean, I thought there was going to be some some in math, like insane formula here for the NA three, but 
Uh, no, you are correct. Uh, on pace formula is current stats times remaining games played. So yeah, you guys. <laughs> Central scouting said he's gonna get a point a game, so we're gonna we're gonna live on that. Yeah. <laughs> Great find there though by your by your scout. That's uh so funny, dude. Like, ugh. He was a hard, he was like a hard, like he almost dipped like three different times. He's like, yeah, I'm going U18s. Like I'm actually going to stay here. And like me and Moisey are like on the horn every day with this guy, like at four in the morning, like, dude, <laughs> like, come to, come to the loons. Come on. He's, he's been awesome, but it's funny stuff. That's no, good. It, It's such a like different scope of just the way you, you see everything. I don't know. I, and I'm sure Packy will say the same thing. And obviously like for me, it's just like a little side gig, fun thing to do. And Packy's one of my boys. So I like doing it, but it's uh, it's just a, a much different scope. Like if you get like, at least, at least the way I feel about it is I get so invested in it just cause I like, I have, I have like, I have a kid that I brought over from fucking Australia, you know, playing, paying to play in the NA three. It's like, all right, this kid, like, I better make sure, like, I actually, like, deliver a good product because I don't want to be one of those guys that I'm, like, fuck, like, I just brought him over here, cash. And you abandon him? Abandon him. Like, I still he's, try. He's your guy, man. That's one of your guys. Yeah. So, like, I still try and keep up with him and, like, like do, like, if I, if I was still playing and I was in his shoes, I'd try and be the person that, I like, I would want, like, in my corner. And I think, I like, that's why... I, I like I actually like working for Packy is because he does want to be in people's corner and he does want to try and do the right shit for kids and he gets it as opposed to uh you know some of the places you see and some of the things uh that happen like we talked about with Kyle a couple weeks ago drop kicking a kiss Christmas tree um <laughs> wait what's wait what's the what's that story can I get the quick synopsis on that you got a good you got a good oh, story I just, I, oh, I got, I mean, I, I played a, how long, how long do you got Packy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I played well, in the NA3 and the, and the EHL and then, uh, in the null. So like, I mean, you know, just those three leagues alone, like the stuff that, that can go on in, in some of those rooms. But, uh, I just had a coach that like couldn't tolerate one single loss. So he basically threatened to cancel everyone's like Christmas break and scheduled 6am bag skates the week of Christmas and came in and kicked down the Christmas tree. Like we had a Christmas tree in the room, just came down and kicked it. And I think he ended up like breaking his foot on it too. And it was just a shit show. Packy's got his notepad out, like right now. Yeah, this this will work. This will work. (laughs) Okay. You got give me, give me like a minute. I got to like, I got to talk about this. So it's so weird because like my junior experience was like we played a great team on championship, but like our coach made our lives miserable, like yeah. miserable. And I'm like, I'm over here with our guys. Like I'm always talking. I'm always doing video, like giving advice, talking from like my history, like what I know, like trying to like, like show how much I care about these guys. Like, I'm like you guys are like my boys, like, like do it, you know, like do stuff together, go spend time together. Like Saturday night you win, you guys I better not get a phone call, but you guys better have fun, like stuff like that. Yeah. When I was in junior, dude, like my favorite story I tell, our year we won it, we were playing the Magicians. We were coming off a seven game win streak and we lost a 3 2 game on the road. Next day, we're supposed to be day off. Nope. No puck, bag skate. <laughs> you guys suck. Like we were 52 and nine, dude. Like, what do you mean, yeah. bag skate? Like, and when we're in the net, we're doing a battle drill afterwards after the bag skate. 
And you, like, you ever done the drills where it's like the pucks behind the net, it's like three on three, really tight area. Like you don't, you're not really trying as a goal. You're just like, this is kind of dumb. Like in a butterfly, like going post yeah, yeah. RVH. In a butterfly, post to post. Yeah. So I'm in there, whatever, bag tired. And guy comes around, like snipes, whatever. I was like, okay, sick, dude. And then there was like a back door or whatever. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Guy blows the whistle, skates to the crease and just fucking wails me in the head. And he's like, the coach? stop a fucking fuck. And I'm like, like, I'm laying in the net like this. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, coach. Like, I get up and I'm like battling and I'm like, that was fucked up. Like, <laughs> like, I just wailed me, like, just wailed me with his glove on. And like, if I did that today, dude, I'm like in jail. Like, but back then, I'm like, fuck, I got to start stopping pucks. He's right. <laughs> Like, and I'm like, and I think to myself all the time, like, do I got to be harder on these guys? Like, do I got to start like making threats to make them play harder? Like, am I too nice? Like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's mindfuckery, dude. Like, yeah. I, I got so mindfucked the juniors. I don't know. So I, I'll, I'll bring up my, my only other one that we told last week was, uh, I, I ended up, uh, going in a game cause our, the kid who started <laughs> his skate broke and he had the old kind where like, you couldn't just switch out the steel yep. and and after I went in, I played so bad that after after the first period, the coach was telling me to to give my skates to the to the other kid. Boot off and give it to me. He goes, take off your skates, give them to the other. Oh kid. my god, that's unbelievable. Yeah, unreal. That's an unbelievable story. Hey, you suck. Take your skate off. Give it yeah. to the other goalie. <laughs> I fucking love junior hockey, dude. What a what an absolute. <laughs> Because you can't do that. You can't do that in real life. Yeah. You, know? you yeah. can't say that. Like, you're so bad. Like, give somebody else your skate. Like, like what? I'm not saying you're bad, Kyle. It's just the fact that's how the coach put it. Oh, no, I was. That's why I'm on the oh, podcast. No, I know. But it, I got punched in the face. Stop fucking Fox. Like, we all suck. Yeah, we're all bad. Baby. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Kyle, Evan, you guys got anything else? Uh, you're You're a Minnesota boy, right? Yes. You ever ever any kind of tournament experiences or cool Minnesota hockey stuff? Uh made the tourney my senior high school. That was pretty cool. Um funny story about that one. Uh well, we, we were up one nothing all game. We tied it late. We lost an OT. But in Minnesota, you weren't allowed to use a cat eye. And I kind of said screw it halfway through the year, I'm wearing a cat eye. And no one said anything, whatever. Like after the state game. Like Twitter was blowing up that I was wearing an illegal helmet. Like, how stupid is that? Like, people were yeah. pissed. And I'm laying in the hallway right in front of the wild locker room and I'm crying my eyes out. We lost. Some jackass comes and just rips my helmet off my head. Like, as I'm laying there, like, oh, my life's over. Some guy just grabs it and he's like, You're embarrassing the Minnesota State High School League. Just chucks the helmet and walks away. And I was like, What? For a fucking cat eye? For a cat eye, but it was just so bizarre. Like it was like coolest moment of my life playing the tourney, packed house, whatever. Oh, we lost an OTM, so sad. Some dad just grips my helmet off and chucks my helmet. <laughs> That's funny shit. I mean, if that was me, I'd take my skate off. I'd cut them with it because you know how much that mask probably costs. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, like I mean, I was like I said, I'm like mid mid like my life's over. We lost in the state tournament. Like oh my god, and this guy's fucking dick. <laughs> like, I don't know. I thought it was funnier shit. Looking back, 
He handled that well then, Packy. You're a good man. What was, what, was, what was the text today? You asked me about the weirdest spelling name of a human ever. What was that? Is, is that is that podcast worthy? Are we cutting that out? No, I think we should save that. Okay, we'll save that. <laughs> we, we should All save right. that off record. Um, off record. Cool. But yeah. So, Kyle, Evan, we good? Cheers. Pack, Packy, thank you so much for uh, hopping on. Um. I want to wish you good luck to you and the loons. You know what? If you got to start doing a little bit more mind games and like getting in their heads and maybe freezing their gitch and some buckets of water, then that's what you got to do. Can yep. we, uh, where do we, where do we place our futures bets on the loons to? Yep. So bet DSI. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, in the comment section, fans, leave a, leave a mind fuck in the comments for me to use. I'm, I'm open to all mind fuckery. So <laughs> no, thanks boys. This is awesome. I, Evan's fucking one of my best friends and, um, I was harassing him. I was like, maybe someday I'll be cool enough to get on the pod. So I was, I was pretty fired up when he, when he texted me last week. So here we you guys go. Awesome. You guys are unreal. Thanks, Pac. We'll Thanks, see ya. Bro. See ya. Okay.